0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Trade's News in a Nutshell for this Thursday morning. It is the 1st of September already, 2022. Broadcasting through SCN 1170 AM in Sydney, SCNQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SCN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, our phone number, where you can text 0457 736 736 before Vossie and Brady with breakfast through SEN 1170 AM this morning after 6 AM and they have a packed show. I'll tell you a bit about that a little later on. And Patton Heels through SEN Q693 AM and SEN 1620 AM Gold Coast. Lots to look at this morning as well. The rivalry between the Roosters and the Rabbitohs continues to build as we kick off a very important final round of the NRL tonight between the Melbourne Storm and the Parramatta Eels. Both teams, the winner, we will get that top four position, we will get fourth position. And the Melbourne Storm have had a couple or one player rule down and a few rumours going around about a couple of other players. I so will get to that. The AFL finals begin tonight as well. Thursday night footy in the AFL. There was cricket yesterday, Australia comprehensive win. Plus, we've got live sport on as we speak with the EPL. I'll update you on those scores in a second. And tennis. Nick Kyrgios not too far away from taking centre court. Taking court uh, on uh, the U.S. in the U.S. Open, so very, very much looking forward to a big show. We're also going to speak to Jonathan Gallo, uh, although he is going to be on a train when we call him from Newcastle to Sydney. So. That'll be an interesting experiment for phone reception. And Chris Perkins, who's on the other side of the world, will hear him nice and clear. He'll have a comprehensive update on the US Open. So plenty to get through on this Thursday morning. It's two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yeah, two past five on this Thursday morning. Don't forget if it's your hot water, need replacing. If it does, get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. So yeah, Nick Kyrgios not too far away from playing his second round match. Uh, But let's, let's update you before we get to some of the news of the day on the EPL games that are going on at the moment. So we had a host yesterday morning and we've got a heap today as well. So we're 33 minutes into Bournemouth Wolves, and it's nil all between Bournemouth and Wolves. Man City, they lead Nottingham Forest by two goals to nil. That's also after 33 minutes of play. Arsenal 1, who have had a fantastic start to the season. They lead Aston Villa 1-0, uh, 33 minutes gone there. 15 minutes gone between West Ham and Tottenham, and it's West Ham and Tottenham nil all. And we've just had kickoff between Liverpool and Newcastle. Three minutes gone there, nil all between Liverpool and Newcastle. Little, but we'll keep you up to date with that. There is a match to come tomorrow as well before the next round starts on Saturday. Uh, Leicester City takes on Man United. That's tomorrow morning at 5am. So we'll keep you up to date with that and also with the tennis. And as I say, we'll speak to Chris Perkins shortly. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Just before we get to some of the news of the day... Uh, Heard a bit of a chat about this. I know the guys on the run home were talking about it uh, the other day, and it seems to pop up at about this time every year when we're heading into the final round of an NRL or AFL season. It seems to go around, but I'd like your thoughts on this. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Would you like to see the NRL and the AFL adopt a Premier League style model? So every game in the final round is played at the same time. We've seen in the Premier League, now obviously one big difference in the Premier League is they don't play finals footy. Um, and sometimes we know who's already won the Premier League weeks out. But then we have had years uh, where, and there's even last year, or even last season, earlier this year, it came down to the final day. And this weekend in the NRL, we do potentially have it a possibility if the Broncos are to beat the Dragons on the weekend that it does come down to the final match between the Raiders and the Tigers. We saw it in the AFL a couple of weeks ago between Carlton and Collingwood. Carlton needed to win that game to make the top eight. Now, that was exciting enough. But would you like to see the NRL and AFL adopt a policy... And and Do you see it ever happening? I'm not sure it will ever happen because of TV and rights and so on. But would you love to see all eight games of the final round on Alan at the one time, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If they were on, just for example, this weekend, all on at the one time, and this is just off the top of my head. Of course, we've got Eel storm tonight. They'd be they'd be going for fourth position. They uh, still are. Um, you've also got the Roosters and South Sydney. Now that Roosters. Can finish fifth, but they would know that at the time. And of course, we've got the Broncos and the Raiders battling it out for eighth position. So, would you like to see it? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Would you like to see the NRL and the AFL adopt a Premier League style model? We'll get to your text, your calls shortly. Also, uh, your thoughts on any of these issues that are making news today? And as I said, the build-up to tomorrow's game at Allianz Stadium, the grand opening. It is sold out tomorrow night. Half price. Strings between 5 and 7 p.m. I would be interested to know as well, if you are heading out to Arlington Stadium tomorrow night, as what forty-two, forty-three thousand 43,000 people will be, how many of you are going to be going out there between 5 and 7 p.m.? We do have the NRLW on so that will attract a crowd but how many of you are going out to take advantage of those half price drinks. Now, of course, drink responsibly, but I would just be interested to see have you changed your plans? If you uh, usually go to this Roosters Souths game, would you usually go to the pub first, or are you going straight to Allianz Stadium? I have to admit, I'm probably going to head out there a bit earlier than usual, not so much for the drinks, but just to have a look at the venue. Oh, I haven't been there yet, but everyone has great raps on the venue, but what are your plans tomorrow? Are you going to go and take advantage of the half price drinks? Now, billionaire. Sydney Roosters boss, Dick Politis, has uh, lit the feud again, or lit the flame, and it's uh, bubbling along. And the funny thing is, we could have this all again next week. Big chance that the Roosters and Souths meet again next week in the first week of the finals. But he has sent a blunt message for arch-rival South Sydney in its bid to play at Arlington Stadium next year. It's our home, not yours, Politis said. Now as the two clubs prepare for Friday night's More Park's More Park Blockbuster an opening of the new $850 million, um, $850 million stadium, Politis has spoken on the Roosters' latest podcast of his club having exclusive access to the new venue. His team as you may have seen on social media trained on the new turf the other day and will have a captain, and a captain's run yesterday while Souths have been banned from using the venue before the game. The Rabbitohs want to quit a core stadium at Sydney Olympic Park to share the state of art facility with the roosters from next season politus did not actually use south sydney's name but it was obvious who he was talking about he said i've heard other people say they want to play there because it's their home the point is we've been there since 1928 we started with the old sports ground and then 30 years uh, with the old allianz stadium nobody else has played there for another club to say we want to go there because it's our home, it's not their home. The Roosters are the only people that belong there. It's our true home, and it's very sacred. In signing a... Twi- and Now, the Roosters, yeah, have signed a 25-year agreement to play at the stadium with state government, which is a very long time, so that will last for uh, quite some time. Um to be there at Allianz Stadium and there is a sign if you've been past Allianz Stadium will been into Allianz Stadium it does have home of the Sydney Roosters, the Waratahs and also Sydney FC. He also went on to say it's a wonderful facility and it says on the outside home of the Sydney Roosters and we're very proud of that. Meanwhile the Rabbitohs have approached both venues New South Wales and the state government trying to break their contract at a stadium because of the government's backflip on refurbishing the stadium. He, Blake Sawley last week said we signed a long-term deal back in 2016 with the core stadium at the time based on a significant redevelopment of a core, which at that time was a knockdown rebuild. Now, the government has confirmed a core stadium won't be redeveloped. It's our view that we should be able to move to Allianz Stadium where the government has invested $800 million. A couple of questions on all of this on 1300 01 or 0457 Three, six. Firstly, to Roosters fans, do you have a huge issue if South Sydney, and I, I know uh, Vossi and Brady raised this about a month ago when it first made news, um, and most of them were negative comments, but Roosters fans, do you, would you have a huge issue with South Sydney playing at Allianz Stadium either from next year or 2024? Or do you want it to be, in terms of rugby league, exclusively a Sydney Roosters home ground? And to Rabideau's fans, interested to hear your thoughts on this. Where would you actually prefer to play? Would you prefer to play at Allianz or would you prefer to play at Acor? They've uh, been based out at Olympic Park for a very long time now, since, what, about 2006, I think it was. So, and, and a lot of Souths fans live closer to that area. So if you're a Souths fan, all this talk about moving back to Allianz Stadium, now, no doubt, probably the venue is probably going to be better in terms of watching, but in terms of actually for you getting to the ground, where would you prefer to play oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy so roosters fans any issue would you have an issue with South Sydney playing there? in 2023 and beyond. And South fans, where would you prefer to play? Allianz Stadium or a core stadium? Just not in terms of the rivalry, just for ease for you to get to the game, to watch the game. 0457 736, 736 or 1300 01 1170. Interested to take your thoughts on that. Now, just before a break as well, news in Queensland that Brisbane bosses have put contract extension talks with Kevin Walters on the back burner as pressure builds on the besieged Broncos coach to avoid a second consecutive finals failure. Broncos chief executive Dave Donaghy insists the club will not be rushed into a decision on Walters' long-term future in the lead-up to Brisbane's final round match against the Dragons this weekend. Now, it's understood the Broncos fielded a preliminary request to kick off extensions talks with Walters, who is off contract next year and heads into the upcoming 2023 preseason as a free agent. There was a view Walters deserved a healthy upgrade if he steered the Broncos to this year's finals, but their woeful late-season collapse has suddenly turned the heat up on the Brisbane coach. While Walters has advanced Brisbane after last year's 14th placing, back-to-back campaigns as also-rans would represent failure for the richest club in the league that rates finals football as a non-negotiable target. So Dave Donaghy said, there's no timeline we're working to uh, when asked if the club had made moves to extend Wallace for 2024 and beyond. We, have, we haven't had any discussions. All of us have been very conscious of not wanting to create unnecessary distractions in season. I think that's worked well. There'll be plenty of time in the off-season to sit down and have discussions. So, interesting. Kevin Wallace. I can't imagine he's under... A heap of pressure. However, four or five weeks ago, the Broncos were certainies to make the top eight. Some people even had them in their top four. But the past month of rugby league, the Broncos have been pretty woeful. Now, they can still make the top eight. They need to beat the Dragons and hope the Raiders lose this weekend. But who would have thought four or five weeks ago that that would have even been a talking point, that the Broncos would almost have to rely on another result? And I don't think there are any sure things to eat the Dragons, just quietly either, the way they've been playing. 0457 736 736. If you're a Broncos fan, it must be pretty upsetting about how the Broncos season has unfolded. Yes, much better than last year, 100%, but at the end of the day, possibly going to miss out on that finals. And if they are to make the finals, they're going to come up against either the Storm, the Eels, or the Roosters, and all those three teams are going to be in, you'd imagine, relatively good form, even though um, one of them may well lose this weekend. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. So that's just some of what's on the agenda this morning. Uh, Andy will kick us off in the text on 0457 736 736 saying, I'd like to see the last round fluid. All the important games played at the same time. Yeah, not a bad shout, Andy. It's actually a pretty good idea to have... um, So what, this weekend would have tonight's game, roosters rabit the Broncos-Dragons game and the Raiders-Tigers game. Maybe Cowboys-Penrith as well. I I mean, I suppose so, because Cowboys-Penrith, the Sharks also looking for second spot. I agree. I I like that. And the other games may be played at a different time. What do you think of that? Just play the big games, the important games... Um at the same time oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy so yeah, that's the question I'm asking this morning, one of them anyway, would you like to see the n r l Adopt an uh, English Premier League style policy where we play the last games of the final, well, the final round all together at the one time—a Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, sunday Or like Andy. Do you just play the important games at the one time? Roosters fans, as Nick Pallida said, uh, South Sydney to stay off their home ground. Would you have an issue with South Sydney playing at your home ground next year? And South Sydney fans, where would you actually prefer to play? Allianz Stadium or Accor Stadium and Brisbane fans, are you a little concerned about how this season has ended? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 We'll get to your text, your calls next. It is quarter past five. Sure is at 19 past five oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 01 1170. Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com dot EPL, half-time. Bournemouth and Wolves, nil all. Man City off to a flying start against Nottingham Forest, 3-0 at half-time. Arsenal 1, leading Aston Villa, nil half-time there. 32 minutes gone between West Ham and Tottenham, nil all there. And 20 minutes gone between Liverpool and Newcastle, nil all there. Now, we usually speak to John Gallo on a Thursday morning. I did just have a quick chat with him. He is on a train from uh, Newcastle to Sydney. Um, and during that break, I think his line dropped out about three times. So, look, what we'll do is we'll do it tomorrow morning. We'll do an EPL chat tomorrow morning. Plus, we'll continue our road to the World Cup tomorrow morning, a special Friday edition with John Gallo And plenty to talk to him about as well after these midweek games um, and another round of the English Premier League kicking off on Saturday night as well. So, John Gallo will join me tomorrow. Also tomorrow morning, Charlie Goodsir, we will preview the remaining games in the final round of the NRL, and just through, just before we go back to your text, just through uh, the games this weekend, um, and as I say, a full preview tomorrow morning with Charlie Goodsir, but some interesting games. Now, this game tonight, this Eel Storm game, um, and, and Melbourne have suffered a massive blow out of this game as well with Jerome Hughes being ruled out... uh with an injury uh, due to calf tightness so Cooper Johns will come to the side at half back to partner cam Munster and Nick Meany named at fullback the winner of this gets fourth position it is as simple as that um and we've seen the eels throughout season 2022 and even before this year they have managed to um Beat these top teams We know they've been fairly inconsistent Throughout the year But their form over the past few weeks Has been pretty good And they've beaten Penrith twice this year Therefore they beat Melbourne uh, Again this year Earlier on this year Much earlier on this year Um, And the Melbourne Storm I just wonder as well In terms of this match And also the Roosters-Rabados match Tomorrow night Obviously the Roosters getting an extra 24 or so hours To back up But Um that game between Melbourne and the Roosters the other day was very, very physical, incredibly physical. So I just wonder how much that will take out of the Melbourne Storm tonight, a fairly short turnaround and being played in Parramatta. I'm actually tipping Parramatta. I, look, I think they've shown enough over the past couple of weeks that they can win a game like this. But, look, you never write Melbourne off. And Melbourne, despite losing to the Roosters last week, were very, very good. They had many chances to win. They got over the line, and it was only a desperation tackle, I think it was by Tedesco, that stopped that. So, interested to get your thoughts on this one tonight, 0457 736 736 or 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Who wins and why tonight? Who gets fourth position? Parramatta Eels or the Melbourne Storm? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And it is a big loss, Jerome Hughes, for the Melbourne Storm as well. And Parramatta have been urged to ditch their clean skin image and engage in a rugby league street fight against Rough House Melbourne in tonight's match. The Storm have been widely condemned for their highly scrutinised on-field aggression, with twelve players charged by the NRL match review committee this season, equal third in the competition for a range of offences including cannonball, hip drop, elbow to head, high tackle, late contact and abusing an official. Uh, Melbourne prop Nelson Asofa Solomona and fullback Cam Munster committed acts against the Sydney Roosters last week, as we know. So, Parramatta, it's been told it's time for Parramatta to shed their choir boy image, according to club greats. Uh, Nathan Highmarsh said Parramatta will have to get dragged into a street fight They will have to fight fire with fire You don't want to be intimidated by what they do You have to throw a little back at them The Eels will have to get into a scrappy fight That's what you have to do against Melbourne You have to be prepared for that sort of stuff The Eels beat the Storm earlier this year As I said, 28-24 in an extra time game Ray Price also said Don't let them get away with that crap It's the only way to approach Melbourne you don't have to copy what they do, uh, but just belt them in defence. That's how I would retaliate. If Parramatta can do it, I'm telling you they can beat Melbourne. I would tell them that, but the coach won't let me anywhere near the players. I don't think. Uh, yeah, going to be very, very interested to see this game tonight. Who's going to win and why? O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred o one eleven seventy. I'm tipping the Eels. Oh, look, I think the Eels can uh, win this game. Now, again. Uh, my question mark on the Eels for the remainder of the year is even if they are, regardless of what happens tonight, it will be important for them, I think, to get that second chance, but whether they can do it for three or four weeks in a row, I think that's probably the big question mark, but I actually think they can do it tonight. Uh, the other question that has been asked this week a bit about this match is would you rather finish fourth and play Penrith and get a second chance or finish fifth um, and play a home game against either the Raiders or the Broncos. Now, that's all well and good, except there is a chance um, if the Storm uh, to win, um, the Eels could actually finish as low as sixth. Now, it has to be said, they would still get a home game, but it would be a harder home game because they would more than likely be playing, well, they would be playing if that scenario would happen, I think, uh, with all my mathematics, uh, would be playing Souths. So it's still an important game. Parramatta don't want to go into a dual-die clash next weekend against South Sydney. They would much rather be finishing, as I'm sure Melbourne would, much rather be finishing fourth. The one thing I suppose for Melbourne is they would be guaranteed fifth unless there is a remarkable turnaround in four and against and would be hosting in Melbourne either the Raiders or the Broncos. But Parramatta, I don't think, want to be in a situation where all of a sudden they might be facing South Sydney next weekend so it 's an important game, a lot riding on it in terms of top four spots and who each club may be facing next week oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy who is going to win that game? and why. Uh, Through the other games this weekend, as I say, Charlie will join me tomorrow for a preview, but Bulldogs Manly tomorrow night at 6pm. As we know, Roosters and South Sydney open Arley Arts Stadium at 7.55pm tomorrow night. Really looking forward to that. And then Saturday, a mixed bag of games. Warriors-Titans at 3pm, which is sold out, by the way, in New Zealand. Dragons take on the Broncos at 530 What a crucial game. That is for the Brisbane Broncos and the Cowboys and the Panthers at 7.30 in Townsville. And then on Sunday, we've got the Knights and Sharks at 2pm. And what an interesting game this could be if the Broncos are to win at Leichhardt Oval on Sunday afternoon at 5 past 4 when the West Tigers host the Canberra Raiders. That is going to be a huge game if the Broncos are to win. If they're not going to win, then it doesn't really matter. 04, and we'll have a full preview with Charlie sir, on our show tomorrow morning. Now, we're going to cross to Chris Perkins fairly soon. Uh, just speaking about Lion over. I'm not sure if you saw this report on Nine News, though, last night, that they could actually stop hosting NRL games uh either next year or the year after without funding from the New South Wales Premier. Now, Inner West Mayor Darcy Burns said the Sydney sports ground will likely close to elite sport. Burns said if there is no upgrade coming, the truth is the ground will close. The ground has been the home of the West Tigers for 90 years. West Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe said the potential closure would be sad for the club. Both the council and the Tigers said the ground needs tens of millions of dollars to get it up to standard. Without significant funding, there is a real risk that we will not be able to continue to play there. As we know, the Tigers play Canberra at Leichhardt on Sunday afternoon. Uh... Byrne has given Premier Dominic Perrottet a ticket to the game and set up banners across the old grandstands with calls for funding. The fifty million dollars he offered before and snatched away needs to be put back on the table. He said the Inner West Council couldn't afford to spend twenty dollars to twenty to fifty million dollars, sorry, to upgrade the oval. As we know, uh, dozens of people fell from the stands at the sports ground in the beginning of August in front of a crowd of 15,000 people. The Premier has diverted promised funds to instead help flood victims in Lismore. Yeah, that would be a sad day, despite your thoughts on it, if we never saw NRL again at Leichhardt Oval. Um, After, I think it was the end of next year, they were reporting on Channel 9 last night. See what happens with that, um, if that changes at all, but for now uh, there is a game there on Sunday and could be a crucial game for the Canberra Raiders. Going to have a chat with Chris Perkins shortly, just through some of your texts now on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. This one from the Oval Uh talking about, and I raised the question at the start of the show, would you like to see an EPL style last round of the NRL, and for that matter the AFL, um We've seen what can happen in the Premier League. We saw it last year. We saw it, was it 2012, when Man City won it in the last minute. And because, especially if you're invested in any one of these teams, you're not able to watch any of the other games. So it is very, especially if you're at the game, it's very tense. You'd be getting scores from around the grounds. You'd be checking your phone. You'd be getting updates. Would you like to see the NRL adopt that sort of model? Joel Treman says, Hi, Dan. Whilst I can't ever see it happening, I think an EPL-style final round would be good. Admittedly, there are more things to play for in the EPL, winner, relegation, Champions League, Europa League, etc. But playing all the games the last round at the same time adds a bit of mystery as to the final outcome of the ladder that one from the oval treatment yes you are right there is a lot more at play at, in the epl top of the table as you said relegation champions league and it's very rarely that all of those sorted out before that last game of the season sometimes we know who's going to be winning it sometimes we know who's going to be relegated sometimes we don't and it has been Look, I can't count. I can't remember last year, but there's been so many times when the NRL has gone down in the last five or ten years, Gone down to the last game of the year. Now the Tigers have been involved in a couple of them. they're in, in it again on Sunday, but for different reasons potentially with the Raiders game. Um, I just think it would be great to see all eight games at one time, um, someone for all on Fox, all on nine, I don't know how it would work and it probably wouldn't ever happen. But I think it'd be exciting, wouldn't you? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. And it is our Makita Powerplay as well this season, uh, this today. Don't forget this season Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. Also asking on the back of Nick Politis saying to South Sydney, get off our turf. It is our home ground. You're not allowed to play here. You're not allowed to host games here. Asking Roosters fans, would you have an issue with South Sydney playing um, at Allianz Stadium from next year or 2024? And South's fans, where would you prefer to play? Allianz Stadium or a core stadium? This one from the Chookman. He says, Uncle Nick is spot on, Dan. What a legend. Uh, heading down early from the Hunter tomorrow to check the stadium out and have a couple of drinks. Yes, well, that was the other thing I mentioned, half price drinks uh, between 5 and 7 p.m., but... I think a lot of people are just going to get there early, obviously, for the NRLW, but I think they're just going to get there early to check out the stadium. And, look, a sold-out crowd, you probably want to get there pretty early, I think. Um, I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. And uh, from all reports, there's a lot of things. Obviously, the football's going to be the main event, but there's a lot of other things you can do. Uh, around in and around that stadium with a lot of bars, some restaurants as well, so yeah, I'll be getting there pretty early, good idea, Chook man, we will get back to your texts in a second oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy after this break though we'll update you on the u s open We'll keep you up to date with the Premier League as well, but we'll speak to chris Perkins next in america it's twenty seven to six yeah, 23 minutes to 6 o'clock, Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six, or 01 1170. Time to do a US Open tennis update. We do it, uh, this morning for Ken Higher. Head into Ken Higher for their 2 241- 1 offer. Uh, Chris Perkins on the line now from America. Good morning to you. As I go to you, we're waiting for Nick Kyrgios to get underway, but he's going to be delayed a little later, a little longer, because uh, Madison Keys in a pretty uh, big battle here on uh, the court, she lost won the first set 6-4, has just lost the second set to Georgie 7-5, and just starting that third set now. So, Nick Kyrgios, maybe a little later on, um, and as we go, welcome you, you tipped Nick Kyrgios 48 hours ago to win the whole thing at this year's US Open. Well, tennis legend, Chris, Kim Klysters agrees with you. She thinks he can go all the way with hey. the three-time uh, champion press by the Aussies Focus. Morning, Chris. Listen, I always knew there was a reason they like Kim Klysters. <laughs> Obviously, great minds think
1: alike. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm stretching it there, but hey, I, it's, I, I think it's a Curios is as good a pick as anybody. The men's field is pretty wide open in this tournament. We seen, we know what Curios can do. We know when we get good Nick, it's really good Nick. The problem is, does bad Nick show up at some point in this tournament? It didn't in Wimbledon. So mm. maybe he makes it two majors in a row where where bad Nick's just kind of on a beach somewhere and doesn't show up.
0: And I think, Chris, that's what people have got a bit annoyed with Nick Kyrgios about, or very annoyed with Nick Kyrgios about over the years, isn't it, that he's got so much talent, and we saw that as you said at Wimbledon last month but uh, if he just to see if he can continue that. He was pretty well behaved the other night, but we sort of expected that against Kokodakis. We'll see what happens in his next match. Uh, Benjamin Bonzi, he's going to be uh, playing, but as I say, that's probably not going to be maybe for another hour or so. We'll see what happens um, there. Yeah. Now it's been
1: yeah, they've had some they've. They've had a couple of long matches at Louis Armstrong uh, already today. Uh, you know, you've know, got the Madison Keys match going on just into mm. the third set. Uh, Three-seed Maria Sicari uh, knocked out in the second round on Louis Armstrong. Shi uh, Yu Wong uh, beat her in three sets, 3-6, 7-5, 7-5. So, yeah, Knicks kept getting pushed back. It was supposed to start around 3 Eastern, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. Eastern time. I wouldn't expect this thing to start until closer to 4.30 U.S. Eastern time now, uh, depending on how long this third set goes for... uh
0: for uh, Madison Keys yep yeah, I agree with that I think we might be in for the long haul but uh, we'll have it updated on SEN once it does get underway should also make mention Alex Demonor uh, won overnight as well a couple of hours ago over Christian Garin six three six love four six six two. so he is still I'm pretty sure the number one ranked Aussie and playing some good tennis Demonor
1: yeah some sol- a, a solid result win in four uh you got jordan thompson going later mm. on on court eleven uh you got topsy Daniel medvedev he goes at eleven thirty a m uh your time uh your eastern time on arthur Ashe. uh so uh, about uh, he's a, he's in prime time he's the late match uh At Arthur Ashe tonight So it's a few hours away Uh, Defending champion on the women's side Her defense lasted exactly 102
0: minutes Mm. Emma Raducanu we're talking about Uh, that Yeah a bit of a shock score 6-3 6-3 to Elise. Cornet or a mm. cornet?
1: I I don't know how to pronounce Cornette. it. Uh, yep. I I don't follow my pr- cornet. Okay, yeah, one hundred and two minutes. Uh, it's more issues. It's been like she's been snaked at this season. She's had three second round losses in the majors so far this year. Now a first round exit in, in New York. She's only played in 30 matches this year. She's had blisters, hip and back issues this year. It's, it's just been bad luck for Emma Raducanu and, and really kind of a lost season for her, in all honesty.
0: Yeah, really disappointing, especially, as you say, after winning the US Open this time last year. But this uh, year, basically, all the Grand Slams has been very disappointing. Going to be very interesting to see how she hits back uh, next season. Of course, it's the last Grand Slam of the year. Just from an Australian point of view as well, Alia Tomlanovic will be in action a little later on today as well. Uh, just before I ask you about Serena Williams, of course, she's back in action today. Uh, that game, that match between Rafael, uh, with Rafael Nadal, now uh yesterday up against uh Rinky Hajikata from Australia. Hajikata actually took the first set off Nadal and looked good. You always thought and pretty much predicted Nadal to come back, but it's going to be interesting watching Rafa, I reckon, in this this year's US Open. We know how successful he's been throughout the most part of 2022 so far, and we know, of course, he had to pull out of Wimbledon uh, only a month or so ago of that I think it was the semi-final, wasn't it against Nick Kyrgios, but he'll be going for um, another title and he's a huge chance. I know you say it's very wide open this tournament uh, on the men's side, but I tell you what, Nadal is a good a chance, probably a better chance than most. Hey, he's the number two seed for a reason. He's yep. one twenty two slams, uh, going
1: for twenty three. I think that's the number. I think that's what I counted up. Right, twenty two slams he's yep. got. Yep. Nadal. Okay. Yeah. I. I. I my brain faded for just <laughs> a moment, but now going for a twenty third slam. You. You never want to bet against Nadal in a slam. Mm. Um. He, he, you know, even though I mean, the French is, his, is is his most successful one. He's got the career Grand Slam multiple times. He's mm. won these all the slams multiple times, including the U.S. Open. So you know, he's he's as good a shot as anybody. Yeah, he lost the first set last night. Uh, you know, it, it happens. You, you have a slow start, player running on a, adrenaline a little bit, going. I got nothing to lose. Mm. comes out firing the first set and then reality sets in when you make Rafa mad. And that's pretty much what happened to to to, to <laughs> last night. He made Rafa mad and Rafa steamrolled him the last three sets. So you, you expect that. But some of these other some of these other seeds um, everybody's trying to struggle. I mean you have five uh, five-seeded players go five sets yesterday, uh, including the uh, nine-seed Andre Rublev. Uh, he went five sets. He had uh, Shapelov go five sets. Uh Center went five sets last night, so it was a, it was a wild night uh, in New York uh, in the, first, the some of these first round matches
0: It was now, just before I let you go today, Serena Williams, back in action, managed to get through her first round matches due to play around nine a m Sydney time. How do you see her going in the second round because we know that every time now she steps on court, it could be the last time we get to see one of if not the greatest women 's player of all time.
1: Yeah, and if you were going to bet on this one, you'd think tonight it would be the night. She's playing number two seed in that mm. I don't like Serena's chances. I don't care how much adrenaline or how much the 77,000 people, okay, I'm exaggerating slightly, that'll be at Arthur Ashe Stadium tonight uh, cheering for Serena, living and dying with every point tonight. I don't care how much that pushes her. you got a feeling that unless something miraculous happens, this will be the swan song for, for Serena's career. And I hate saying it because I don't want to write her obituary, her career obituary, but you just feel it's going to happen tonight, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it'd be very sad. How good would it be, though, if she could take just even just a set uh, in that match? Uh, the crowd, I don't know how much it, how many it holds. You'd probably know more than me, but the crowd will go off. 20-
1: yeah. 24,000. 20, and it, yeah. every every seat will have a butt in it tonight, guaranteed at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern
0: Time. Yeah, I think a lot of eyes around the world as well. Chris, thank you very much. Comprehensive as always. We'll chat again tomorrow. Sounds good. Have a good day. Chris Perkins in the USA updating us with the U.S. Open. That's for Ken Arts Higher, uh, heading to Ken Arts Higher for their 2 4 1 Offer. Now, EPL, some score lines for you, uh, as I just uh, refreshed my page. So, uh, live at the moment, 58 minutes gone. Bournemouth and Wolves near Long. So, Bournemouth hanging in there. Man City uh, absolutely smashing Nottingham Forest. Vossi was looking for a new team yesterday. Some people suggested Nottingham Forest. I'd advise not. Man City 4, Nottingham Forest 0. Arsenal 1, leading Aston Villa 0. That's after 59 minutes. Half-time between Tottenham and West Ham. And it's Tottenham 1, leading West Ham 0. And what about this first scoreline? 45 minutes gone into injury time in this game between Newcastle and Liverpool. And it's Newcastle 1, leading Liverpool 0. Now we know, and we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Uh, John will join me tomorrow instead of today. We know Liverpool, aside from that 9-0 win against Bournemouth the other day, have had a pretty slow start to the season. Um And at home, at Anfield, there's still a half of football to go, but losing to Newcastle at the moment, one goal to nil... If they are to go on to lose this game, yeah, I think it'll be a few panic stations happening at Liverpool and at Anfield. But we'll see what happens. We'll uh, keep you up to date with that throughout the respective breakfast shows. A few texts there. I'll get to them in just a second. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's twelve and a half to six. Yeah, good to be with you. Big show coming up with Vossie and Brandy through SEN 1170 AM after 6 AM, including guest Clint Gutherson from the Parramatta Eels and Michael Chick, a former Wallabies coach, will join Vossie and Brandy. That's all through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney and after 6 AM through SEN Q693 AM and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Padden Hills big show for them as well. Uh, Jim Tucker, the rugby beer writer and sports columnist for In Queensland on Rugby Australia chasing that signature of Joseph Sueli. There's been a lot of talk about that over the past couple of days and still bubbling along in the news today. Jared Waitley will join them for a preview of the game tonight, the AFL game tonight between the Brisbane Lions and Richmond and also Darius Boyd Boyd to join them as well, of course, former rugby league player. That's all with Pat and Heels this morning from 6am through SENQ 6.93am and SCN 16.20am on the Gold Coast. Updating you on these Premier League scores, again it is Bournemouth and Wolves nil all after 64 minutes. Man City, they lead Nottingham Forest after 66 minutes by four goals to nil. Arsenal continuing at this stage their good start to the season, 65 minutes gone there. Arsenal 1 leading Aston Villa nil. Tottenham at half time leading West Ham one goal to nil, and as I say, uh, danger panic stations for Liverpool. They are trailing Newcastle at half time at Anfield, Newcastle leading by one goal to nil. So both breakfast shows, Vossy and Brandy Patton Hills, to keep you across what is happening there. We do have the AFL final starting tonight, as I say, Patton Hills will have a preview of that. But four games throughout the course of the weekend, beginning to Night. uh really looking forward to the AFL final series. Of course, the Swans in action tomorrow night. Uh, that will be at the MCG at 7.50pm. Brisbane up against Richmond tonight, though. That one starting at the Gabba at 7.20pm p.m. and two games on Saturday, the first of which will be Geelong versus Collingwood in a qualifying final, that one at the MCG followed by Fremantle and the Western Bulldogs, that'll be at Optus Stadium on Saturday night as well. So that's what's the first week of the AFL finals look like. Brisbane and Richmond tonight in an elimination final. Let's finish off the show with some of your text. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Brett it says, calling, Dan, uh, Melbourne, calling it Dan, Melbourne will win tonight. Being underdog status, Cameron Munster plays the big games. Parramatta will go to water, especially when they're meant to win. OK, we'll see what happens there. I think Parramatta might get it done. But we'll wait and see. This one from Junior Smithy. Morning, Dan, on Allianz Stadium. It's a very impressive ground. I've been delivering material into the stadium and watch it getting built. But for Uncle Nick to say it's our stadium, last I looked, the seats aren't roosted colours. They are more Sydney FC or Waratah's colours and if he wants to make claims on the stadium for their 200 or so supporters, then he has to use his billions to buy the stadium from the government and then lease it out who he wants at the ground. Thank you, Junior Smith. You're not a fan of the uh, Roosters? And this one from the Big G saying, Morning, Dan. I like the idea of the games being played on the last day. Unfortunately, TV won't allow this to happen. Thank you for all your texts, your calls. Eels and Storm tonight. You will hear it on SEN. Nick Kyrgios in action soon as well at the US Open and a stack of EPL games going on. Back tomorrow, NRL preview with Charlie Goods. Sir John Gallo will talk football. Breakfast next. I'll see you tomorrow, 5 a.m.
1: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.